The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. What's up, everybody? We are live in the W4CY studios in Wellington, Florida. Before I get started, let me wish, no, let me say, no, let me introduce. You can wish if you want. (laughs) Let me wish, let me introduce the cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. I'm telling you, after living with him three years, I'm getting senile like him. He's he's like, you know, spreading on me. Anyway, I'm so happy to be in our studio, our original place where we started, with our buddy Chad. It's so good looking at that gorgeous, handsome, sculpted Roman face. He looks like a Roman gladiator, girls. Wow. He is really handsome. And the gal that wrote me the email about him, she said, is he really cute? And I said, he's handsome as could be. But he has Heather, and he's very much in love with Heather, and he's not looking for any of you ladies. So stop writing me in my email, you know, is Chad available? He's not. But Chad has his sister who's 450 pounds. She drives an 18-wheeler, and she's a diesel dyke, and she'd be happy to meet you. There it is. What's up? And we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's going on, fellas? Good to see you both back here in West Palm Beach, Florida. And good to be here opposite you. It makes me feel very nostalgic because this is where it all started. Just like old times. Just like old times. You know, now we're 10 million viewers when we started. What do we have, two or three? You're big time. This is like a st- this is like a little uh, outhouse for you guys. Absolutely, because huh? we're ten we're ten million. You know, we're over the world with Roku. You know, Mexico just picked us up, and see? we're in Europe. Yeah, we're all over the world we're on Roku. You can see us in every country in the world now. So we and really actually W four CY. All their stations are on Roku too. So like we're on Roku twice. Right, twice. So, you know, things are really starting to happen. I thank everybody out there for being so wonderful and for listening to us or seeing us and and being a part of our show. Because we are not an interview show, we're a conversation show. And we like to bring our audiences into the conversations with us. So we're going to have a good show today. They want to know what's the name of Chad's sister, Chadina? (laughs) No, I'm only making, her name is Diesel, Dizella. Short for Diesel. Dizella Dyka. <laughs> Double D. Dizella Dyka. Murphy. No, he, right. no, and, and for your horny Big broads girl. out there, he does not have a 450-pound uh, lesbian sister. I'm teasing, teasing, like teasing, teasing, teasing. So what's up, chat room? We want to welcome everybody in the chat room. We've got Jimmy McCrary from overthemoonnews.blogspot.com. Yay, Jimmy We've McCrary. We've got Irish Ginger from the Irish Ginger Yay. Show, Fridays at 4 p.m. Rebel's in there. Rebel said she Yay. wishes she was here. What's up, Rebel? Rebel, where are you? Yes, Cheryl. Daddy Muir. What's up, Daddy Muir? We've got uh, Dave from uh, Stars Now UK in England. So what's Uh, up, everybody? Wait, Dave gets a special. I love you, Dave. Special from Dave. And uh, everything is going really good. We're going to have a fun show for you guys today. We have 
Uh, we have Bo Davidson coming on. He's a singer and an actor. And uh, after that, we have Emmy winner Jeremy Aiello, and he he won his Emmy for special effects makeup for The Walking Dead. And uh, he's also done he's also done makeup on some of the biggest movies in in the world. And uh, it should be a lot of fun talking with him. So we're going to have a fun I show did today. Makeup. I worked very briefly for Universal Studios back in the 70s. I worked with Nick Marcellano in the makeup department of Universal. And um, it's amazing what they can do to some of these actresses that came in in the morning. They look like, oh, ugly, old, drunken things. And then when they left, they were stunningly beautiful. So makeup girls does do a lot of good. Not too much. Because then you look like a streetwalker. But, you know, the, the right amount of makeup applied properly, and you, too, can be a movie star. There you go. And I want to thank Jimmy McCrary, who pointed out to me from OverTheMoonNews.blogspot.com that uh, my favorite actress from the 80s and the 90s is Molly Ringwald, and tomorrow is her birthday. So we want to wish Molly Ringwald a happy birthday, and we want to get her on the Jimmy Star Show. Wouldn't that be nice? Because she was working a gay bar in Palm Springs, so I figured, yeah, she was singing. She's a jazz singer. She's a jazz singer. She was working in um, Co- the Copa in Palm Springs. And I figured if she worked a gay bar in Palm Springs, Jesus, she certainly will come on our show. So I think so. We're going to have to just get in touch with her and get it all going. I mean, I think we're a a little, we rank a little higher than a gay bar in Palm Springs really now. Yes, sir. <laughs> really? You know, what is her name? Molly. Mm-hmm. Molly, get your ass on our show. You'll be a star again. Keep out of the gay bars. Some dyke may grab you and you'll be a truck driver. Instead of a singer. Well, I doubt that now we're going to want her to listen to this. <laughs> no. Let me tell you something. If Molly worked the gay bars, she loves gay people. I'm sure she's got gay buddies all over the place. Everybody likes gay people because we have a wild sense of humor and we're fun. And we look gorgeous for our ages. Look at me, 112. I mean, you know, we all look good. We all want to give some other shout-outs. Goddess is now in the chat room. So hello, Goddess. Go, the beautiful, Jess. The beautiful, fabulous Goddess. Go, Jess. Stefan Daniel Bell is in the chat room. What's hey. up, Stefan? I don't know if Tina's in the chat room too, but hello, Stefan and Tina. Stefan, and- hugs and kisses to my Asian beauty. She's my Madam Butterfly. I love your wife. She's so pretty. And she writes the nicest things on my Facebook page. I'm really slowly but surely falling in best friend with the both of you. And I know when once we move to California, we're going to see a lot of you guys. He says, thank you. So what's everybody? We're going to have a really fun time for you guys today. Um, we, we, we decided on Friday to come to Florida for a few days, and we've got to go back on Monday. So we wanted to come to Florida, be in the hot, warm weather. It was nine degrees when we left. Yeah, well, you know, it's winter in New York, which can be a drag. Um, Florida, we can't, it was cold. It was raining. It was no big deal here. Today is gorgeous. It's sunny, 80, and magnificent. But since we got here, the weather's been like crappy. But I don't come here for sun because I'm Italian and I just go near a light bulb and I'm dark. So, I mean, I laid out for 15 minutes this, this morning by the pool and look at me. I'm, I'm already looking like a Sammy Davis Jr. Look, I'll close one eye. There I am, Sammy Davis Jr. See? See? With one eye. Look, Sammy. Oh, I want to be free. <laughs> I've got to be me. That's great. Anyway. I, I could have said I look. I could have said I look like Johnny Mathis. Eighteen hours in a car with this cat. Huh? Yeah, no, I slept the whole <laughs> oh, trip. Oh, you did. Okay, he slept. I drove. Oh, okay, that helps. The van we have has special seats that they vibrate and they heat, right. and they're like lounge seats. We have television in our van. We have everything wow. in that van. Styling. So I slept all the way down, and Jim, I just drove a little bit. Then Jimmy drove the rest of the way. All right. 
You know, he didn't. He said, I said, honey, you're okay? He said, yeah. He said, you want me to take over? He said, no. So I went, rolled over. Good night. <laughs> Back to sleep. Was it Maine vining some, uh, her, uh, doing the, the Mountain Dew on the way down? No, he doesn't do that anymore. No? I don't, I don't, kill I don't, him. I don't drink. You know, like Mountain Dew, he told me it made me stink, so. He smelled. No, <laughs> right. Chad, I kid you not. Mountain Pew. Chad, I kid you not. When I first started dating him, I asked him, what sort of cologne are you using? I thought it was his cologne that made him smell like cat urine. Cat urine? And he, no, no, I'm not finished. He smelled like cat urine on a stove. Oh. Do you ever smell a cat when they pee in the electric rings and you put the stove on? No, but I had cats, a friend of, pa- cats pee does smell bad. No okay, doubt. I had a friend of mine. She had like five cats. And her one cat loved to pee in the electric range, you know, where the round things oh, are. Weird. And sometimes we never knew. We'd put it on and the cat pee would burn. Right. There's no smell in the world like the smell of cat urine burning. By itself and then burning. It's I even smell worse. it now. You never forget it. You know certain scents? Sure. So that's what he smelled like. And I thought to myself, he showers four times a day, which is true. He showers a in, the, in the... I mean, t- two co- times. I only do two Twice times. a day. Anyway. All right, good. So he doesn't stink so anymore. That's good. I said to him, you've, you're, you're toxic. There's something in you because you smell like a polluted field. <laughs> you know, someplace where they have the, the skull Dew. and bones. Some GMO you know, juice. You know where they have the skull and bones and do not enter because it's toxic? Right. That's what he smelled like. All right, poison. Stay away. So he stopped the Mountain Dew and like a flower he became. Like a month later. <sighs> it took a month to get rid of the smell. Probably. But now I was he, drinking like four liters a day. Damn. Now he smells like. Now he <laughs> you sm- are what wait, you drink. Now he smells like orchids in bloom. What are you drinking to smell like that now, Jim? I still drink Coke, and I drink a lot of lemonade. That's what I drink. I drink lemonade. That, the mostly. lemonade is smells what like lemons. A, no, the, right. or, the, or, the orchid smell is like lemons. All right, good deal. So, you, you, you know, it. be careful out there. Did you know, now this is going to be a little racy, so you have to be careful because I've been warned not to curse, by the way. Thank so, you. all of my fans, fans who love my cursing, I can't. I'm sorry, but just imagine it. Make believe I'm cursing when and I do blank blank. When he said, or when he says "frick it" or something like that, you can. It'll come out when, eventually. If, if you are making love to your woman or man, well, no, I'm doing the woman first, and you <laughs> and you sort of like do something with your mouth. Okay, let's put it that way. If the woman eats incorrectly, she will not taste good. But if a woman <laughs> if a woman eats well, she tastes fabulous. Same thing with a guy. If a guy uses a lot of uh, certain foods, his asparagus. Sperm, yeah, oh, that's the worst. But his sperm will smell like ammonia. Oh. It could kill you. That is so, delish. What, what did God say? She delish. wrote delish. Probably not about that. But God is so that your says celery. I love you, Goddess. I love you so she much. She says she lives near Jupiter and like we could like go and uh, – Where are I, you? I thought we go do breakfast back. on the way back. Maybe. Where are you? I have to meet my goddess. Where go. are so you, my gonna, love? She's going to email me and maybe we can like meet her on the way back or meet her when we're going I to want, I want a million pictures with you so I can put them on Facebook and all over the joint. Goddess, you know how nice it is to have a number one fan – and you're our number one fan, and now you're our number one friend. It's wonderful. Thank you, honey, for supporting us all these months. And, and thanks, everybody sweet. else. Oh, wait, now Cindy Lady Lake is in the chat room. What's up, Cindy? It's a whole bunch of people just came in. I'm sorry I missed if I missed all you guys, but we want to thank everybody for joining us in the chat room. It's a lot of fun. And uh, Iris Ginger said her dog smells like an orange. And well, our dog <laughs> smells like a horse. No, he does. <laughs> Shazam smells like a horse. Meanwhile, we might be in Jupiter because I want to go up and see Burt Reynolds. Remember Burt Reynolds, anybody out there, the actor? Is he still alive? Yes, Burt's alive. He's living in Jupiter. Uh, I know Burt for like 40 years. And um, 
I'm supposed to, anyway, there's a connection I have to do to get up there, but I don't know if we're going to have time. But I think sometime over the weekend we may go up there. Uh, I don't know that Bert will let me photograph him because he's very vain and he's gotten very old and sickly. But I certainly will do an audio invita- um, interview, conversation. Absolutely. And Bert's fun and he trusts me, so he'll say whatever he wants because he knows I would never backstab him and twist his words around. But Burt Reynolds, for those of you who don't know who he is, was Smoking a, the Bandit. The hottest guy in the 1970s and 80s. Women were killing themselves. He was for in Playgirl. Him. I mean, he was like the sexiest thing in the world. He was in that football of prison movie, mm-hmm. Longest Yard. Longest many, Yard. many, many movies. The original. He went out with yeah, Sa- the original. He the second out, one sucked. He went out with Sally Fields. He went out with Dinah Shaw. He went out with um, so many celebrity girls. And he probably screwed like so many people. It's not. You even can't funny. do that. We're not supposed to do anything suggestive. Screw, no, no, screw's okay. Like, no, it's not. That t- screw means Drill. screw. You can't do screw. Yes, screw. People know what screwing means. I know, but it's not a bad word. Well, it's not. An the, F word is a not bad the word. Blank, blank word. An F word is a bad word. A C word is a bad word. An S is a bad word. But screw there's a difference is... between vulgar and not vulgar. Well, you know what? You know what I crack up from. A man will say, "Do not use that language in front of my wife." The minute he goes to bed, he's the filthiest mouthed guy in the world telling her what to do in every descriptive thing. And she's yelling out, oh, quickly, do my mm-mm-mm. Put up mm-mm-mm. The filth that comes out in bed is not, not to be believed. But yet in public, it's, oh, my God, Okay, dreadful. so let's keep the filth in the bedroom and the filth out of public. You know what? Those words mean nothing. F-U-C-K <laughs> is about religion, about fornication without a priest or something, or fornication with a young boy if you're a priest. It means something like that. <laughs> Nice way to put it, Ron. <laughs> no, F-U-C-K does not. It means, it means fornication. fornication under consent of the king. No, it means it does for, fornication with a young boy if you can get away with it. If you're a priest. <laughs> for, unlaw- for unlawful carnal knowledge. Oh, that's a good one, too. That's, that's, that's Van Halen. Van Halen. <laughs> but, so right. what's the big deal about it? And a bitch is a dog, a female dog. Okay, but you can only say them in those like ways. Well, a bastard is a person without a father. I mean, these words... Society made them so dirty and so. So if bad. you want to say a bad word, don't you can say uh, what's what is it for? Uh, what's un- uncarnal knowledge thing? For unlawful carnal. For knowledge. unlawful cor- carnal knowledge, or you can say um, for uh, what was the one I said? Something about the consent of the king. <laughs> from now on, when I, I want to use from now on, when I want to use the f word, I'm you going. Say, I'm, sake. No, I'm going to say fuke. <laughs> He wanted to fuke her. Fukushima! You can F- say fuke's sake. That's what, no, no, what F- Gata said. F- fuke's sake. F-C-U-K is fuke. Okay. No, fuke you. F-U-C-H is fuke. Well, I spell it my way. You spell it your way. <laughs> okay. But anyway, whatever it means, it means fuke. So fuke everybody that's telling me I can't curse on on this. I thought we were unfiltered, uncensored, and all. Uh, un- so if I So I could curse. Are we expecting no. a call? Yes. All right. You we got are. a caller online. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hi there, this is Bo Davidson. Hey, Bo Davidson, you're live. Speak up a little. <laughs> okay, sorry, I'll do my best. There you go, Chad. Can you turn my headphones up? All right. Hey, yeah. so we want to welcome you to the Jimmy Star Show. Before we get started, let me introduce you to my cool, outrageous co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. First question: Are you good looking? Am I? Yeah, you. <laughs> hey, you that's all. That's all a matter of opinion. That, well, I mean, like, what's the opinion? Choice, like, though. are you one of these handsome young hunky things? If so, actually, Cosmopolitan magazine named him one of the fifty-one hottest bachelors in the United States. Okay, last week. <laughs> there you go. There's your answer. On on last week's show, 
I announced, I'm sick and tired of Jimmy putting on this show, Young Gorgeous Men. I want him to put on some old broken down bags like me so I don't feel so bad. So now I'm not going to talk to you. How do you like them apples, big shot, handsome guy, Mr. Number One in the world that everybody loves so much? Uh One day you're going to get old and look like shit too. Uh oh. Oh, I cursed. I'm not allowed. My heart's going to get me. I didn't. I said sit. One dollar. S-I-T. There we go. That's one dollar. All right, so Bo, let me introduce you to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Bo, welcome to the show. Thanks, Chad, for having me. Good. Really nice to be on with you guys today. I'm, I'm very uh, very flattered and honored, and uh, I look forward to it. Awesome. So we've got a chat room full of people. Say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everybody out there. Looking forward to any questions you may have and telling you a little bit about uh, what I've got going on, and hopefully you'll you'll tune in and listen and Watch all these exciting kind of things that are happening in the next couple of months. It's kind of like a powder keg about to explode. And so, you know, I mean, I've been doing stuff for years, but it's kind of nice when you have this, this like, this match, well, you know, that's about to just ignite. Well, so there's I'm, a, there's I'm an, pretty excited right now. There's an expression for that, and I can't say the word, but when it hits the fan... <laughs> Okay, and so that's happening. When the poop. Well, wait, but don't don't worry (laughs) about anybody not asking you questions. When we get through with you, we'll know the size of your penis. Mm -hmm. We'll know exactly to whom you. We'll know to whom you put it in, and we'll know exactly where you hang out, what you do, if you do drugs, drink, if you like black women. We find everything out. We're like detectives. Wow. This is not this an is, interview. This is this is, this, <laughs> this is a conversation show. Can't wait. A, so can't been wait. warned. So I'm so going to fasten tell, your safety I'm going to tell people a little bit about you, real quick, Bo. First of all, so all right. um, so everybody, Bo is not only a phenomenal songwriter, singer, singer, songwriter. He's also an actor who's sung his songs on a million TV shows that you guys are fans of. Um, he's performed on the Today Show, Fox and Friends, mm-hmm. Entertainment Tonight, The Daily Buzz. Uh, he performed as an actor recently because it was just this movie was just on, and we had Doug Jones on our show, and uh, he was in a oh, movie great. called The Ultimate Legacy with Raquel Welch, Doug Jones, Brian Dennehy, and Lee Merriweather, and that just aired on the Hallmark Channel really recently, right, Bo? Yeah, we've had four showings so far. It started on January thirty first with the premiere, and there's been a couple of uh, like February third, February eleventh, uh, Valentine's Day recently. There was a show in then, and there's probably going to be a number of upcoming um, uh, encores to that, too. We just don't know yet. Did you get to meet Raquel Welch? Actually, I didn't. Raquel's you know, part in the movie is it's somewhat uh, limited, but she was there on a day that I wasn't there. I had a lot of, you know, my, the days that I filmed were probably five or six days interspersed, and they weren't all together. So I had no interaction with, with Raquel. Pretty well, much everybody else I did, but, yeah, but I'll admit that that's the one thing I wish I had mattered. Well, you're not missing anything because I've been in Raquel's company over the last 50 years many times. And if you, if you give <laughs> Raquel Welch a mirror, she's very sociable. She will talk to the mirror. She will say, I'm fabulous. My cheekbones are wonderful. I love my new wig. My lips are gorgeous. Oh, look at my teeth. My, am I? Am I not beautiful? And then if you interrupt her, she said, excuse me, I'm having a conversation. No, seriously. Well, I can't no, speak kidding. to Raquel, no. but I can speak to Lee Merriweather, who I thought was just a complete doll. I, I've met uh, her, that, too. That, that's a class act right there. Hang no. on, go back and correct yourself. No, wait. You know, Lee, I don't want Lee, people no, to think no, you're being no. serious. No, let me tell you something about Raquel Welch. Raquel Welch is one of the nicest people. She's got a soft heart. She's got a beautiful smile. She's very, very shy, and she's very lovely. I was just teasing about the mirror. And Raquel, when I see you out in L.A., if you want to smack me, it's okay, but I'll take my clothes off. Smack me a lot. I like it. (laughs) 
So actually, I've met Brian Dennehy and Doug Jones both. I met Brian Dennehy uh, like on Broadway uh, for uh, like Broadway mm-hmm. Cares type thing many many years ago before we had a show. He was super nice and uh, is, that, is, that, is that him? This is the guy we have on the phone. Oh, you are good looking, you son of a bitch. Get off this show. <laughs> look at you. Oh, I, I could just see what you look like. He lives in. First of all, he lives in Nashville, right? You're in Nashville, right, Bo? Right, yeah, right this second, and this is what I call home right now. And he, and in Nashville, he was voted Nashville's 25 most beautiful people. Yeah, but another <laughs> 10 years from now, he's going to look like Willie Smith. <laughs> I don't know. The gu- who, you know the guitar player, the old man was uh, Willie, Willie Nelson. Nelson. <laughs> Willie Nelson. Willie <laughs> Nelson. In ten years, you're gonna look like I cannot wait. Ten years from now, you're coming back on the hey, show. Hey, you, you know, you know, you know who I actually want to look like is uh, you guys probably remember John David. When I was younger, I was uh, a volunteer at the Orpheum Theater in Memphis, Tennessee, because I really like going to see the shows and Phantom and this and that. Well, John Davidson came through a state fair, and I met him, and I was like, you know man, I share the same last name with you. I wonder if they're related. And he said, I don't know. That's kind of wild. And I said, well, you know, I looked, I looked up to him. I thought he was great. And I thought, man, I did a TV show with John. I think it was um, the one with, with, the, with, 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 with what's his name? Uh, Fantasy Island. And and he's ah, a, and okay. he's a nice guy and he was go- I was we were both young and handsome at the time, and my part of course was just a guy hanging over a bar in a Hawaiian sort of a setting, drunk, and he came in and flashing those teeth and stuff, and I couldn't wait yeah. couldn't wait yeah. for the shot to be over, and I turned around and I said, okay, now that I know what I have to do, you can come here on the stool and hang out drunk. <laughs> You're going to you're going to like not, I'm going to tell you something you'll probably think it was like a weird thing but so I was like looking at all your stuff you you've got a very in, incredibly impressive resume uh, especially mixing you know the music and the acting and everything and I was like okay mm-hmm. you know how, this guy like how did this guy accomplished like all this stuff i said i bet he's related to john davidson and so i was googling it it's it bo davidson john because Dav- i was like maybe he had an in he had somebody to help him and i and i couldn't find anything that you were related to him and i was just like oh my god you did all this on your own dude and, and it is super impressive well john davidson had the greatest dimples you ever saw in your life when he smiled well, those dimples and teeth were it that was his looks the rest of him was okay great well, hair. That, that's that's the strange thing is I've got dimples too, and so you know. I, and growing up, like my dad, we don't look a lot alike. But I'm on the birth certificate, of course, and I don't look at. I look probably like more like my mom than my dad. And I thought, no, wait a minute here. What? What well, is? I, I think I'm the, it, I, you know, not the milkman baby, but what if I'm the John Davidson? Yeah. You know, there was there's a picture of you in a guinea t-shirt with blonde hair, and you look like me. <laughs> yeah. Dad, 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 oh, okay. Do you love it? Do you, do you look just like me? So no. maybe I'm your father. What's your mother's name? <laughs> What's your mother's name? You know, actually, my mom and dad's name, this is kind of funny, are Peggy and Al, just like the Bundy. So it's a oh, my God. Okay. That's funny. You know, I have been to Nashville a few times. Did your mother ever hang out at some of the clubs I used to go to? <laughs> <laughs> Son, I'm, no, she's I've the always wanted... from it. She's a school teacher in Memphis. Did she... She oh, I met a school like, teacher in Memphis. I met stop, a school stop, teacher. Yeah. No, I have two daughters. I always wanted a son, so I'm going to tell everybody you're my son from now on. Okay. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. So, okay, so... I'm teasing. Your mom is probably a lovely lady. I'm not meaning anything bad about it. She is. It's only a she, joke. She's exquisite. Only, she would never fool around <laughs> on her husband again. 
<laughs> okay, so I have a question for you because like I read in your bio yeah. that you were on Oprah in 2009 because you guys both have a mutual love for Skype. Normally when we're in our studio in right. Pennsylvania, we Skype with everybody so everybody can see what they look like. Right now they're putting pictures up of you. Yeah, but, but what we, we got to have the, them on what again. Is the, what is the mutual love of Skype thing that got you on Oprah? Well, okay, so, you know, when she was still doing her show, uh, she was using Skype for a number of different reasons. This was right when Skype was, like, at the height of its popularity, and she loved it. And so her producers had asked, you know, what are interesting ways that people use Skype? And, of course, I'm a songwriter, you know, and I, I've, you know, I've been singing longer than I've been writing, but one of the ways I used Skype was to write songs. And I've got a buddy that lives out in Los Angeles, and when I moved from L.A. to Nashville, I wrote a song with him. So it's one of those things where, you know, you can use technology for a great purpose. And, you know, a lot of times when, now that we're all over, scattered all over the world, you can write a song with someone in Zimbabwe if you want to, you know. So that's yeah. kind of uh, how we approached it. And so, you know, we kind of demonstrated how we do that. I had my guitar, uh, you know, Ron, my friend, is more of a lyricist. So we were kind of bouncing things back and forth. And it's kind of a neat way to, to use it. That's how she featured me. That's super cool. Was she nice? Oh yeah, yeah. She was. I mean, you know, look. I wish I'd gone to the to the set to the studio in Chicago to actually meet her in person. But what's interesting is, see, I went to Northwestern University in Chicago, and when I was there, I remember used to, I used to see her limo pull up because Oprah uh, taught a graduate school class at Kellogg School of Management with Stedman, and so I'd always see her limo come up. But I never actually got to see her, and she was all. You know, obviously it was a very popular class, and you could only take it if you were a grad student. I was undergrad, so I wish I'd seen her for that. But you know, if I ever do get to actually meet her in person. Uh, I would certainly bring that up because, uh, you know, she's an icon in Chicago. Of course. They, they say that she has a house here, like down the street from where my <coughs> uh, my parents – well, my parents have a condo, but it's like in the poor people section and then uh, – No, and then it's there's not a- in the poor people. It's on the <laughs> internet – in the coastal in Palm Beach. What is it I know, but it's not well, – she's got I a house. I wish I lived like that when I was poor. Well, her – yeah, well, her – anyway, compared to where Oprah's <laughs> house is, which is, is about three blocks long and the house is probably like 40,000 square feet on the ocean – yeah. And, I mean, it's like it's like it looks like the house from Dynasty, like three of them put together. And, yeah. then, and then she built an enormous. Well, her, her, she built an her enormous. Dad oh, still wait. lives here and uh, has a has a barber shop here. Oh, cool! Oh, well, she built a, a guest so, house next door for her friend. What's her name? That girl, Gail. Gail. Gail lives next door. Gail. To Oprah. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So then we got. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm going through all your accolades. So then we talk about what you got. Go in now and play some of your music for everybody. But you've got uh, – I yep. also read that you got to write a lullaby for Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban for their daughter. Yeah, that was a pretty interesting kind of uh, you know circumstance that happened. There's a friend of mine named Nelson Aspen, and he's like the, uh, the Hollywood correspondent for New Zealand and Australia. They have a show called Sunrise there, which is equivalent to like our Today Show or Good Morning America. And he had called me. I just moved to Nashville like maybe seven years ago. And he called me and he said, hey, Bo, do you have – any sort of inside scoop on Keith and Nicole's uh, daughter that was just born. It was their firstborn daughter named Sunday Rose. And I said, no, actually, I don't. But I go to a gym where Nicole goes, and I've seen her there every now and then. But I think he wanted to find out if I had any sort of on-the-ground info about them. And I knew that the kid was being born at Baptist Hospital here, but that's about it. I thought, you know, I don't know what to tell you outside of that. And he said, well, we're going to do a feature on it, and we want to know if you might want to write a little kind of honorary lullaby uh, for Sunday Rose. I said, you know, I can do it, but I said, you know, I just hope that they won't mind because, you know, Keith Urban is a terrific writer in his own right. Absolutely. So obviously he's going to write a song about his, you know, his daughter. I don't want to like, you know, steal anybody's thunder. He said, no, no, it'll be great. Just do it. And you know, that, that video that we did for that got, I mean, a ton of hits. 
So, um, and I was just worried that, you know, Keith fans would be coming on. Because, see, my hair, the way I look, sometimes people say, oh, are you trying to look like Keith Urban or sound like that? I say, no, not at all. I respect the, the hell out of the guy. But, uh, you know, I'm mentally, but uh, no, I just, I, I wrote this little kind of honorary lullaby about Sunday Rose, and um, it seemed to be well received. So, you know, it was kind of a neat deal. <clears throat> Absolutely. Now, listen, you know who you look like in the picture they have up right now? Ricky Nelson. Have people told you you look like uh, Ricky Nelson? I get a number of different people. Like I said, anyway, Keith most often just because of Nashville. But uh, I, I think I may have heard that before, but I get, you know, probably four or five different people. I mean, you know, you want to look like your own self, of course. Yeah, but we don't. We older, don't. We all have look-alikes. John Davidson. And you know who, <laughs> no, we all have look-alikes. Like, everybody thinks I look like Tony Curtis, especially when I was young. And I do look like Tony, yeah. and I knew Tony well. Tony was a good friend of mine yeah and he always said he was better looking <laughs> he was okay but he was better looking but I, when i was with tony people thought i was his son i was asked that many times yeah. are you tony curtis's son i said no and tony and i have the same new york accent and we have the same husky voice so when you saw yeah. us in person together we really look related and we were not related at all no but not by anything yeah. So we right. we do have yeah. people that look like us. You know, when when nature made us, there were just sure. so many faces they could make. I love it. So right. okay. So right. so do you, you do a lot of the sing. Uh, first of all, we should tell everybody too. Uh, we'll be talking about it more in a minute. But you have a new album called American Gentleman. Is it out now for everybody to get? Not quite yet. Uh, we're, uh, if you can hang on for about two more weeks. We're planning on releasing this in about the first week of March because we've got some. Uh, really interesting thing is kind of trying to pair up with something called World Wildlife Day on March 3rd. So one of the songs from it is called The Lion Sleeps Tonight. All of your listeners are going to know what, what that song is from 1961 uh, when, the, of course, the famous Tokens uh, recorded that song and Jay Siegel, his world-famous falsetto voice. And so Absolutely. my manager, Paul Kozowski, who lives, uh, actually, he's in, uh, he's in Holly, uh, Fort Lauderdale right now. He manages those guys, and I kind of as a half joke, you know, basically said, hey, we, you know, what do you think about recutting re lines tonight? We're Not really actually... knowing and thinking too far into it and thinking he would say, ah, you know, what a funny thought, you know, what a funny idea. Well, he called Jay Siegel the next day and got him on the phone with me and said, hey, I'd, I'd be interested in exploring this. So we came, they came to Nashville, everybody came to Nashville, and I entrusted a guy named Jimmy Nichols. Jimmy is a producer here. He's played keyboard for Carrie Underwood, Reba McIntyre, which Faith Hill's music director. And we entrusted Jimmy just kind of woodshedding over the course of maybe a month or so and said, what can we do with this song that's different enough from the original, but where it will be really kind of cool and hip and, you know, basically reintroduce the song to a lot of people. So we're we going to actually play and, it. We're going to actually play that. We, have, we actually have the video okay. you guys sent, so we're going to play it. I oh, think everybody okay. will like okay. everybody will remember it. Well, everybody older will remember it, and anybody younger will, might be hearing it for the first time. But before um, we get to the song, let's hear about the explosion. I want to hear everything that you have to say that you teased us with before. No, wait. That's, I got it on the list. We're no, I want, I want to hear him talk about all the wonderful things that are happening. Well, I know, but the songs go with you know, it because we have two songs. So. Well, in our... Well, in our well, I, you know, in our career, listen, and 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 David uh, knows what. Bo, 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 Bo Davidson. Come on. Now he's got me calling him John Davidson, and I don't believe this. <laughs> um, in our business, we could be stalled for five, ten years, and then suddenly the car goes in drive, and we can't control it. Has that happened with you? Right. 
No, he's been going all the no, whole no, no, time. No, 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 but he said there's explosive stuff that I'm interested in hearing about. I want to he's know what's going on. got a concert stuff. here. Don't you talk or not him. Let him tell us. What no, do you I know? Tell. But I want to well, play the songs I mean, and tie it What together. are you? Uh, what is he? Your marionette? No, I got an awesome. Does he sit well, on maybe, your, does, does he sit on your lap and you put your hand up? a little bit on that. Okay, let's do but it. The, the, song, the, the song line is what we're coming out with. So here's the deal. We, we got this video. And just to kind of set this up, because if you're going to play the video, if people are able to see it and hear it at the same time, I don't know if they'll be able to or just hear it. But bottom line is, we I teamed up with people from National Geographic, uh, who are based in South Africa, who've been documenting lions for, you know, decades. Uh, they're the preeminent sort of videographers, and they've got a, a group out there called the Big Cats Initiative. So what I wanted to do is we, we documented our recording process here in Nashville, how we put this song together, which is interesting enough in and of itself. But then when you couple that, with images of live lions in the wild and their beauty and their majesty and kind of, you know, basically piggybacking a little bit on the fact that Cecil the Lion, who I'm sure you guys remember last year, was killed by that, that bonehead dentist um, from Minnesota. Well, now lions are endangered. And so we thought, hey, maybe this, this fun song can cause awareness to a, a cause bigger than ourselves. So we put this video together, which we're hoping to release on March 3rd for World Wildlife Day, which is a UN-designated holiday, and that's going to kind of kick off the uh, the album um, the album release. So that's kind of what's going on as the powder keg for Lion Sleeps Tonight. We think it's going to be a really kind of worldwide, global phenomenon. And, you know, Jay Siegel, the token, said, look, when we cut this song in 1961, people said it was wild. People said it was off the charts. It was crazy. It was too wild for radio, and look what it became, a number one hit in, you know, well over 30 countries. Now, we hope to do that again in 2016. So that's that's kind of the idea behind it. Are you accepting funding, like donations for the cause, the lion cause? Absolutely. It, it, the, and, the and to where, to where do we send it? Because what we'll do is we'll have the song available for download on iTunes. People can go buy it. We hope everybody in the world buys it. And then there's also a little uh, logo at the International Geographic and the Big Cat Initiative. Okay. Where, you where, if you want. So you have, you have I have to because can we can't it. see each other. This is what I hate about not having live. No, you have to listen. No, if, well. he, if he's in the studio, I know when to speak because I could see his mouth. I don't, I can't do this. I don't do radio. I'm television. I had a TV show for five okay, years okay, in okay, LA. Okay, let's go. I don't do radio. You can talk I hate on a phone, radio right? Sucks. You can talk on a phone, right? Yeah, but uh, I always do the talking. Telephone <laughs> There it is. <laughs> Listen, now you may, oh, listen, wh- give me where, if anybody wants to send They're a, not ready for it yet, is what he's t- just told you, but you're not Oh, well, then I'm going to do a plug. Send Tippy Hedron. <laughs> Tippy Hedron has... No, 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 just let, no, no I want to do my plug. No, no, no We're talking no, no. about lions. Stop it, Jimmy. <laughs> Tippy Hedron has lion country Shambhala in California. Shambhala is in need of money because it costs thousands of dollars to feed the 900 cats that she has in her safari land. So send money to Shambhala.com, and you'll be doing Tippy Hedron, the star of the birds, my dear friend, a lot of good. And send also to this movie, I believe we need to protect our endangered species, and we've got to stop killing these animals for the stupidity or whatever reason they do it. Now take the floor. I don't give a crap what you do. (laughs) Right? So, Bo. Bo, am I right? Yeah. I mean, it's terrible no, what they are. do to it's these animals. You mentioned Tippy Hedren because uh, when I was in Los Angeles a couple of weeks ago, I was doing a show called uh, Home and Family on the Hallmark Network promoting the ultimate legacy. 
And uh, one of the producers there who was working with me said, you know, are you familiar with Tiffany Hedger? And I said, you know, vaguely. He said, well, you really should get in touch with her because this project you've got for Lion Sleeps Tonight, I'm sure she would just love. She would go out of her mind. She would go out of her mind. I love her. Tippy is the nicest human being on the planet Earth. She's got a heart bigger than anybody I know, and I love her to death. She's one of my bestest. And she would love it. You contact Tippy. She will work her petunias off. She will do everything she can. And she's got contacts, my friend, all over the world. Contacts you don't know Well, you know what? If if you don't mind doing me a favor, then I have no problem if you want to send the link to this video. All to you have to do is All you do is send it to Tippy Hedron at Shambhala.com and automatically all of it goes. And Lionheart, isn't that funny? Her assistant's name is Lionheart of all. There's Tippy, my love. I love yeah. her. She's so gorgeous still in person. You know, I interviewed her. Where I love her. She's an angel. Great idea. Anyway, uh, send it attention to Lionheart. And it'll go directly to Tippy. That's how I get through when I do. Oh, why am I giving everybody that information? Yeah, oh, my matter. God. It's on her website. Don't so. do. Not Lionheart. <laughs> Lionheart's the code. Oh. <laughs> What's that code again? Well, now I've got to call Tippy. <laughs> Tell her to change the code. Anyway. All right. So hold on. Here's what we want to do, Bo. But I want to say one more thing to Bo. Bo. No, I, I'm getting emotional. Bo. If I didn't love you yeah. before, I love you now for what you're doing with this music. This I think it's going to be sensational. Everyone go out and support so. it. Buy this album. Support Bo. Support Dippy. Support video. the Lions. Support this poor animals that this are being guy, killed. This guy, though, is is like multi-talented because he's also doing a bunch of stuff for veterans, which we're going to come back and talk about after we play this song. We need to let everybody hear it. So, Bo, you can hang out, right? We're going to play the video for everybody in the song. Yeah. It's like. I'll- Four minutes I'll, long, I'll I think. While you play the song. Uh, how about you introduce it for us? Alrighty. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <laughs> please uh, have uh, open your ears, open your minds, open your heart to hear uh, my new version of The Lion Sleeps Tonight with the original singers from 1961, Jay Siegel's Tokens. And this idea came up, and I was up in upstate New York with Paul, and I said, you know, half-jokingly, why don't we do the Lion Sleeps Tonight? We'll remake it. You manage the tokens, you know. Next thing I know, he's got Jay Siegel on the phone. You know, when the record first came out in 1961, it was one of the most unusual pieces of music ever to be released. It was number one record in 36 countries. When The Lion King came out, it was a worldwide hit for the second time in a row. At this point, it sold over 13 million records. We figured, why not have... The tokens sing on this record. I really shook my head. I said, wow, this is unusual. This is as different as it was when it came out in 61. So why couldn't it happen again, you know, with, with a great performance from, from Bo? Everybody loves the song, whether you're, you're age 3 or 93. And that's kind of what we want to do with it now. Let's respect what Jay and the guys did but let's refresh it. And the fact that these guys have come down and made the trip from New York to be a part of this record is, is truly something special. 1961, Lion King, maybe a third time's even bigger. Who knows? That's right. Let's try it. Let's, try, let's make it bigger no. for the third time.
I was able to track my vocals live with the band in real time. Then these guys come in, and then I actually was able to do harmony with, with, with Jay today. That was fun. You know, some of these really interesting collaborations that are happening, and I think there need to be more of those. dedicate that song to all those uh, wild animals uh, mm. that, that, yeah. that, that are in danger. Maybe this song will make people think about that a little bit more. Boy, amen yeah. to that. As go. animal Absolutely. lovers, we really, that's from the heart. We're yeah. back. We're yeah. back, oh, everybody. Yeah. We're What's back. up, everybody? That was The Lion Sleeps Tonight by our guest, Bo Davidson. And the, the original uh, trio, what's their name again? Jay Siegel, but what's the name of the group? We Bo lost there? Sorry. Hey, Bo. Bo. Bo, Bo. Yes, sir. Did, hey. you, did you hear any of that? What's So that was the Lion Sleep Tonight by you with Jay Siegel. What's the name of the group again? Because like, I didn't know their name back in that day. I, was, I wasn't I uh, was even born. I remember. The Tokens uh, from tokens. 1961. The Tokens. The group was actually started by uh, Jay Siegel and a guy named Neil Sedaka. Uh, who I know you'll know as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, know, I, know well Neil, I, I know Neil Sedaka. I know Neil. But I remember when that, you know, I'm almost 100 years old. I remember when that song came out. It was a big, big hit. Yeah, every uh, country. Well, right. not, not not with the hippies and the weirdos, but with the normal people, you know, the straights. It was that, and then the, the movie Lion, what was the movie about the cat, the lion? Lion King. Not Lion, lion King, King, the movie, the movie with the little girl and the lion. Um, Born Free. Oh my gosh, I remember and that. Born Free came out, and that music tied in with it. It became the rage, and they were using it all over the you place. You might not be old enough to know what. Do you know what Born Free is, Bo? I, I do not. Oh, Born baby, you got to watch that movie. As free as the wind Listen, blows. You, you got, you've got, <laughs> you've got to watch that movie. It ties in with what you're doing. It's so vitally important to your cause. Absolutely, it's about this little girl in Africa that raises, it was raised with a lion, and they want to kill the ah, lion. Okay. It's a fabulous movie. I mean, it's a it's good a, family movie. I think maybe it got an Academy Award for the song "Born Free," sung by what's his name? Oh, I loved him too. Uh, what's his name? Who's saying "Born Free," Chad? You know? Yes, I do. I know him. Andy Andy Williams. Andy Williams. It was written by Henry Mancini and sung by Andy Williams. And born, born free, there you as go, free the as the wind blows, as free as my the big nose. Not <laughs> your big nose. Uh-huh. 
All right. So anyway, it's fantastic, everybody. Uh, Born Free is going to uh, – not Born Free. Now you got me. The Lion no, Sleeps Tonight is going to be on, on, on Bo's album that's going to be coming out in a couple of weeks called American Gentleman. And so is this other song that we're going to play in a minute, and it is called Blessed. On uh, March 10th uh, in West Palm Beach at the VA at the VA Hospital, Bo is coming down to perform a mini concert for vets. Uh, the song is called Blessed. Tell us a little bit about the song, Bo. Well, I wrote this song a couple years ago, kind of in response to my generation's sort of apathy uh, over patriotism. You know, a lot of the younger people today, anyone that's under 30, 35, is kind of spoiled because we're a little bit out of touch, I think, quite frankly. And I saw this apathy in my generation, and, you know, people kind of looked at patriotism as a, as, a, as a joke or like something to kind of make fun of. And I said, you know, no. I mean, all of us have... Uh, grandparents and, and parents, who many of whom have served, and everybody knows somebody who served. I mean, in fact, I'd say a lot of people know people that who've, who've been even um, wounded, uh, a Purple Heart recipients, or even killed in action, you know? So uh, it's not hard to find someone who has served. And I wrote this song as sort of my generation's um, notion or perception of what patriotism is, and so I have to ask questions. I'm like, you know, courage, honor, duty, glory, are these concepts that we just heard about, or do they still exist? They because still those are exist. Concepts that our, my, my grandparents' generation hold very, very dear to their hearts. And, you know, I mean, you think of courage today. What is courage today? Is it, you know, is it those people that, you know, were trying to help people get out of the, the Twin Towers on 9 11? Absolutely it was. Is it the New York Fire Department and the New York Police Department, you know? And, and especially considering the, the sort of anti cop sentiment right now. I mean, look, police are there to protect us, you know, and it's kind of a. It's a counterintuitive concept to me that people would be so anti-cop, but look, you know, we have to pay attention and revere those people who protect us and put their life on the line. So, blessed is about the military, but it's also about anybody who's been a first responder or anyone who has put their life on the line for this great country of ours. And that's why I wrote the song. Bo, remember one thing and take it from me. I know what I'm talking about. The only people that hate cops are criminal. If you're not a criminal and you have nothing to hide and you're not afraid, a cop is your best friend. I have two. One is a detective. One is retired. He was a big sergeant, the police force. He told us stories at one time at night that we all had to get drunk because we couldn't believe the abuse the police get from some of these people. And then when the police went That's to right. court, the police were wrong and the criminal sued the cop and the police department and got a fortune of money, went out and bought more drugs to do the very same thing he did from the beginning. So our police... Are tough, but they have to be tough because of the scum that they deal with out there. What do you think? Criminals come over and say, "How do you do? I'm about to rob you." I mean, come on, you you, you live in New York. I'm a New right. Yorker from Brooklyn, so I know crime. I've been there. I've seen it. I'm Italian. I've no mafia. I've been around the bush a few thousand times, and I know what the cops do. And the cops do a damn good job in New York City, keeping that city tame. Absolutely. So, so you're going to be wait, wait. I want to say one more thing. I was in the Navy. I'm a veteran also. But I was not at wartime. So I think had I been at wartime, I would have had to leave the Navy because I couldn't kill right. a, a fly. There's no way I could kill another human being in a war. Yet Donald Trump, who I'm not voting for, when he says support the, the, the wounded, support those people coming back from war, and that he will see to it that he will take care of them, I firmly believe Donald Trump will do so, Trump will do so because Donald Trump has a record in New York of taking care of those that really need to be cared for. He doesn't talk about it. He's Absolutely. very modest. But I think that if Donald right. Trump becomes president, he definitely will take care of our war people. 
which they should be because he takes these it seriously. I agree, I agree with you. He takes I mean, it very seriously. I watch TV. And, I watch TV. And, I watch TV in New York. They have the audacity to ask me to send money to help the veterans. What the frig are you out of your mind? Tell Obama to wake up. Send money. What are you talking about? We should pay for the veterans. We pay taxes. That's what we do it for. You know, stop going on vacation. Send it to a veteran. <laughs> I love it. Enough it's already. With this. Am I right? The veterans. Def- and now with ISIS, Trump said they're going to regret my name. And I applauded him. I said, good. The ISIS is scared shit. Oops. Actually. Of a scared sit. Well, of, we're going to talk uh, about something. I'll go back. Cause the- no, no. I have to get off this and I'm finished for the day. Um, ISIS is afraid of Trump, folks. Let me tell you. Trump is crazy. Trump may not talk sweet and, and elegant because he's like me from Brooklyn to New York but Trump is like me he don't blow smoke up anybody's ass he tells you like it is that part I like about him crazy he's totally crazy but what is ISIS ISIS is crazy too so we need to fight fire with fire we need a tough guy out there who's going to go out there and say listen you punks I'm not taking your crap don't you dare come to New York City and blow it up because I'll blow your asses off the map and he's right. Take the oil away. And what are they going to do? Sell the tomatoes they grow in the desert? <laughs> Amen. No more. Go, okay, there you go, you know, Bo. Uh, really, you're getting too political for me. I own. can't help it. You know, I get wound <laughs> up. I mean, I have so First much. First of all, Bo, uh, Wait, you, if you finish. would listen, if Wait, you would listen. I'm going to let him talk more. We, we have over 10 million viewers, okay? If I can get the word right. out to 10 million. Right now, you have 10 million people watching you and listening. Over the week, it'll be. Over the week. Anyway. Um, this word has to go out to people. And everything you, I think I, I think you could be my best friend. If I haven't met you, I think I'd give you the biggest hug in the world. And it's not a gay hug. It would be a, it would be a pal hug. Because what you're doing right. is so vital. You're in a position to use your fame and your gorgeous looks for a good reason other than a narcissistic reason of just look at me, aren't I hot? Don't you wish you had me? Which so many of those jerks do. You're using your power, your your fame, your talent. Your talent. I can't. I I love you. I love you. I don't even know well, you, but you. I love you, and well, I don't mean that in a gay way. I, I think that I, I think that artists have a unique ability, and you know, and a, and a unique position, as you just you stated. And you look at people out there, and I won't mention them by name, but you know, you look at the Grammy Awards, you look at some of these things that are going on with the Oscars and whatnot, and I think that a lot Trivia. of celebrities are using their talent for the wrong reason. Trivia. I mean, let's be honest here. You know. They're, they're in the 1%, okay? They're making millions and millions of dollars. They are, they're influencers. They have the ability to really, you know, challenge young people to become something bigger than what they are. And that's, you know, look, I'm, I'm not a famous guy. I've got some cool things going on, and that's great. But the bottom line is, whatever I become uh, over the next decade or whatever I don't become, I want to use my voice for, for good reason. And, you know, I think I've been given a God-given talent. I want to use that. I want to share that. But you know what? That's the reason why I did the American Gentleman, because we need more gentlemen. We need more ladies. We need more... You Where know, the hell did you come, come from? Come How old are you? How old are you? 30, 34. So where 34. the hell did you come from? The rest of the 34-year-olds in the world are demented. They're all stupid. <laughs> they wear their dungarees well. off their ass, and they walk around with their thumb up their noses. I mean, where did you come from? You're like somebody from my generation. You're from the normal world well, of America. The, well, the look, America I'm, I'm we want to get back. I was raised well, you know, I mean, I came from, from, from nice education and from, you know, look, I came from a very middle class background. I mean, I wasn't rich, I wasn't poor, somewhere in the middle. But bottom line is, you know, when it came to college, when it came to pursuing stuff, my parents said, look, we can only help you so much. After that, it's all on you. 
And I could have gone to law school, med school, any number of things. And I said, look, no, I think I have an opportunity to really do something big here with what I've been given. But, you know, everybody is like, you know, it's the whole thing about going out to Hollywood. It's like, well, what kind of ego do you have to have to believe that you could go out there and actually oh. become a star? Tremendous. Well, look, I mean, all these people from the Grammys and from, you know, things of that sort, they're using their talent, but not for good reason. I mean, do you really want to stir up racial tension? Do you really want to stir up hatred and, and make people sit on the couch and eat popcorn and not know what the hell is going on? I mean, that's why I wrote a song like Bless. That's why I'm being involved in a project called The American Gentleman, because I'm trying to inspire people and challenge them to, you know, get, get off their get off their tushes and do something with themselves for crying Absolutely. out loud. Absolutely. Listen, Amen. Bo, Bo, I got three things to tell you. First thing is, I have a daughter. She's on our show. She's an actress. She's Deirdre. She's fabulous. I'm Italian. My children were raised very Italian. Deirdre's a good girl. Are you single? <laughs> I'm serious. My daughter and you would get along. She's like you, my daughter. I, I am. You're I single, am actually. And, and you know, I've got I've got friends who are um, from Italy. Well, they're actually half Italian, half German. And they, you know, I'm blonde and blue eyed, everything. They said that if I went to Southern Italy, that the women would all come outside to look at me because they've never seen anything like me before because they're all so dark featured. Oh, that's not true. We're from the is, no. That's really if you're pretty, in the south. You know? We're from the north. My daughter's a my one daughter, Leslie's green eyed, blue eyed, and Deirdre's a redhead with blue eyes. Listen, um, we're going to talk later. Whenever you come to Palm Springs, I'm going to make a date with you. You call me <laughs> okay. up. No, listen. You call me up. I, I'll cook dinner. I'll have Tippy Hedron over. And you and Tippy can okay. sit in my dining room and talk. We'll all talk about how we could save the, the lions. And, and I promise you, doing. if Tippy's available, she'll have her driver drive her three hours down. She'll stay over in my house. Okay. It's okay. And I promise you... All right. A, a very interesting evening. Hang on. I have to tell you something, too. Everybody in the chat room, Bo, is talking about how much they like you, what a great head you have on your shoulders. Terrific. You know, how, how your outlook on everything great. is like the way it should be. So I just want to let you know because there's tons of people in the chat room. <laughs> and let me tell you something <laughs> well, else, great, Bo. Great. Bo, let me tell I've learned in my 75 years of living that what you do, you get back. If you do good, good will come your way. If you do bad, believe me, the bad comes back. And if you're doing what you're doing with your heart, and it's going to be felt in Hollywood, and I will open doors for you now that you're in my team, my camp. I know a lot of people. I will open doors, and if I ever hear somebody needs whatever, I will register and contact you because what you're doing is stupendous. I I, I, I can't uh, thank you. I can't give you any more than that than if I sent you five dollars. Yeah, everybody's That's saying it's fair. And everybody should send $5 to the Lions. I support Tippy <laughs> quite a lot. So hang on. What we got to do, because we're, we're going to run out of time here. We have to um, – I want to play the song Blessed. I want everybody to hear it. And you're going to be performing yep. this at the VA Hospital in West Palm Beach March 10th. And uh, I wish we were here. We would come and see you. And, uh, we're and back so, in New York. So how about you introduce the song, hang on for us, and we'll uh, play the song. When the song's over, we'll give everybody all your social media stuff, and we'll – uh, sure. And we'll call it a day, but let's let's do that. So introduce the song for us, Chad. You got it ready? Yeah. All right, go ahead, Bo. All right, so this is going to be my song, Blessed, which is I'm um, currently performing in the Hallmark movie, uh, The Ultimate Legacy, with Raquel Welsh, Brian Dennehy, Lee Merriweather, and many others, Doug Jones. It's on the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel right now. Um, I've also performed it on The Bold and the Beautiful, and it's in a current PBS documentary about the Space Shuttle program as well. So um, I'm really fortunate and, well, to, to be a little trite, blessed <laughs> to have this song continuing to give back to me. So um, take it away, guys. What is courage? 
are just ideals long forgotten what is duty what is glory are they just written down in some old story my fondest memory of world war ii was the day when victory was declared over the axis a good american cannot live without freedom it's worth fighting for when we hear the opportunity here in the United States of America to be what we want to be. I've been uh, several countries all over the world and there's nowhere in the world like it is here in this country. Is faith a notion or fear of hell or have we lost our very faith in faith itself is it our Freedom is not just a concept, I think it's a way to live, and it's something we can give. Uh, it's always been a family tradition in my family, and just to be a representative of the best country the world has ever known is my true blessing. We've got guys who served in Pennsylvania, New York, Kentucky, Tennessee, and they come together and become one of the greatest fighting forces that's ever existed. And you wouldn't have had those friends, but they will lay down their life for you. It is easy to remember Unique an example of happiness. I'm honored. I'm sacrificed most blessed.
Rainbow Davidson, everybody. The name of the song is Blessed. It's going to be on his upcoming album, American Gentleman, and you guys can Google it on YouTube and uh, plug it in there, and you can watch the video again. It's fantastic, and please, when the album drops, uh, we want everybody to support Bo and his music and everything he's got going on, and it'll have The Lion Sleeps Tonight on it also. So congratulations, Bo. The song's fabulous. And to all of our listeners. Thank you so much. All of our listeners, I have to tell you, I spoke with Bo offline. And he's as genuine and as terrific offline as he is online. So it's not like he's sweet and nice and phony like most of them are when they're on our show. <laughs> he's just as honest and down to earth off air. Please, everybody, support what he's doing. Do a little bit of good. It'll come back to you. Now, I bet you you feel so conceited. You figure, oh, boy, they're really doing a number on me today. They're making me feel so good. But it's all a lie, you know. I just do it for the show. <laughs> not really folks so we're just going to do one more plug everybody and here it is we've got um uh is he our only guest no i have another two other guests coming. Oh, why, do, we, why don't we why doesn't he stay on no I like no him. we've got two other guests we, and i told him he was only gonna be on 25 minutes and i'm going on 45 good so, he's interesting know, but those are the things he's that doing get me good in, those are the things Ooh. that get me in trouble Three those, Three are dollars, that, those are the things that get me in trouble with publicists <laughs> What, that uh, he stays on too long? That they long? stay on too long. So here, so here's what yeah, we got going. Listen, All right. his, so his staying on long was for a good reason. For another, for, another, uh, for another cool thing, just to let you guys know what Bo, when he said things are exploding, he does a lot of stuff. Uh, actually, he's done a lot of stuff with the Republican convention, and he's doing on March 11th. The, the, it's called the Lincoln Dinner. It's at Mar-a-Lago, which is owned by Donald Trump. And, uh, and you're going to be performing, right? Yes, I will be performing. You have a couple things there. It's actually a Lincoln dinner, so they honor Abraham Lincoln, and of course Trump is the uh, is the keynote speaker there at Mar-a-Lago, and unfortunately it's been sold out for, for months, um, is my understanding. So I wish people could come see me that are down in South Florida, but you know what? You could come to the uh, the veterans event, the mini concert there on the 10th, and that's happening I think at 10.30 a.m., so in their big atrium. It's like an 18th floor atrium, so if you did want to stop by and you're in South Florida, I'd be my guest to come by and see anything for uh, for some veterans and shake some hands with some people. That's terrific. I wish we were here. We go back to New York Monday. We just came down for a week to uh, get some rays, you know, then we go back to work because we have, we have a red carpet event we're doing in April uh, where, where Jimmy and I are going to be on the red carpet in Manhattan uh, interviewing all the celebrities and the actors that are in the film, which is called High Strung. High Strung. And uh, Jane it's Seymour. It's a new Michael Damien movie that's yeah. hitting theaters April 8th, and we're doing the Red So we're interviews. working on that, plus Jimmy's got a movie, plus we have a lot of stuff that we're doing. Um, so, anyway, so here's what I, we're going to do. I'm trying to get to is any kind of help I can give you with your lions, please call on me. That's what I want to say. Okay, wonderful. Perfect. I would appreciate I'm in, it. I'm in your corner. Are you voting for Donald Trump? You sound like a Trumper. <laughs> Uh, well, that's, that's, that's to be determined. You know, I've, I've watched this race. You know, I didn't get involved in the primary last time. It was really when everything had been said and done, and I was uh, a surrogate for Mitt Romney last time, and I still think the guy is an extraordinary gentleman in, in his own right and a great businessman. And, you know, I, I think that Trump certainly taps into some, some real raw emotions that people have been afraid to say for a while. But you know what? Sometimes you got to rip the, the, the Band-Aids off and, and, and you know, <laughs> say the things that people are too afraid to say. And I realize, like you guys said earlier, that sometimes that it comes across a little bit crass, a little bit rough, but you know what? Sometimes we need to be told those things. I mean, even as an artist, look, I don't want someone to blow my head up with stuff that I, I don't need to hear just for the sake of it. I want to know the truth. That's and, right. Uh, some, you know, Donald speaks the truth. So, you know, and we'll, we'll so see do what I. happens, and so I'm, do I'm I. glad to be performing for him. 
I'm, I'm very famous for telling it like it is. Everybody knows that. People that know me are shocked by the things I say because I frankly don't give a damn. I'm 75. I could be dead tomorrow. What are they going to do? Come over to my grave okay. and pee on it? <laughs> so, you know, I Correct. say what I want. And you know what? I, I kind of think I might vote for Trump. I mean, I've, I'm a Democrat. But Trump just turns me on because I'm a New Yorker from Brooklyn, and I know how we work. Right. We really operate right. honestly. And Trump and he's got all that money, and he's a businessman. I think he'd be good for America. I'm tired of these weaklings and these okay, little. Okay. We gotta go though. No, I love him. I don't want to let him, him go. We've got two other guests. And we've well, got they can wait. They're not as important as Bo. All right. So here's what we're gonna do, everybody. Bo Davidson, you guys, you want to follow him on Twitter? He's at Bo Davidson. It's B E A U D A V I D S O N. He's got a website. Tell him your website, Bo. Uh, it's com. Everything just got my first and last name in it. So as long as you put those in there, that Facebook, Twitter. Uh, Instagram is bodacious, Bo, so it's a little bit different, but you can still search for me by name, and you'll see me in there, and I've got a public page. And, you know, be sure to pay attention to that, because in the week leading up to March 3rd, we're going to be releasing little bits of this lion video. So uh, I'm very excited about that, releasing the the album and the and the uh, uh, video at the same time, and then going down to West Palm and doing these events. So a lot, a lot of cool things happen, and I, and I appreciate you guys' support. I really do. Absolutely. And, and also be looking for a picture coming from Deirdre Serego. That's my daughter. <laughs> And she's a co- <laughs> she's the co-host. No, she co-hosts our show. So if you want to see what she looks okay. like, she's beautiful, by you the way. You just go to jimmystarshow.com. And she's the sweetest thing in the world, and she's very into everything you're into. She's totally a activist. I mean, she All right, is- we got to go. We got to go. Quit pawning off your daughter. She's beautiful. She is beautiful. She took beautiful. after her dad as far so, as the politics go. So, so, Bo, we want to thank you. We want to thank Gail Parento from Parento Guidance for thank setting you, this interview Gail. up. Yes. And we wish you all the luck, and we will definitely be in touch and supporting you in all the and do. one more thing, Bo, you owe me. You're coming back on the show and you're Skyping in. With a video. With the video. Okay. Because right. the broads out there that. are fainting already. They all want to marry you. But you're for my daughter, so they could screw <laughs> off. <laughs> Bo, have a wonderful okay. life. Have a healthy, that. have a healthy, wonderful, happy life. Okay? Talk to you soon, Thank baby. You. Thank you so much. Oh, talk to you soon. Bless you, too. All right, you guys. Bye. Thanks so much. So, everybody, um, that was awesome. I hope you guys liked it. What a terrific young and, man. Uh, oh. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, what a there, there's a movie coming up, you guys. It's called High Strong. It's the new Michael Damien movie. It, it's a dance movie, kind of like uh, – Kind of like a cross between like Step Up and Fame and a whole bunch of different ones like that. It's going to be really, really good. It's coming out in theaters April 8th. We're going to be doing the red carpet on April 4th for the screening in New York, interviewing all the stars. Jane Seymour's in the film. Um, it's going to be great. I'm going to play the trailer for you guys. And I'm so happy to be back on the red carpet. I haven't been on the red carpet in about seven years. I used to be Uh-oh. on it in Palm Springs. For the Palm Springs International Film Festival. No well, more painkillers for you because you don't <laughs> shut up. <laughs> you know what? If I shut up, this show folds next no, week. Not, so we let's, do let's do it. Let's do it. Let's tell them, Chad, how the show folds and they're going to listen to this mountain. Let's do it. So he this would. is the trailer for it, everybody. High Strung Movie. Let's play it. I saw a million things go. I can't remember when I started dancing. It's always just been who I am. The music is always there burning inside me. If it stays trapped within, I will be consumed. Good luck. Thank you. Ruby, reach! Oh, oh. Oh, watch where you're going next time. What's your name? Ruby. I'm Johnny. You live upstairs? These are my roommates. We're the switch that crew. 
You might have heard of us. I know you're trying to get a handle on my style, but without contemporary, you can't be competitive in the professional world, and that just won't fly with the store. Don't you have a sexy little dress? You want to stand out. You look stunning. Oh, it's you. I didn't think you were the tux type. I'm just a server. Crazy idea. You can enter into this contest. Winner gets $25,000 and scholarship to the Manhattan Conservatory of the Arts. What a plan. So you want us to dance with you in a classical shindig? Yes. <laughs> We're up against Kyle and April, one of MC's best dancers. April and I always have to annihilate you both. Dance, no matter what. Pull yourself together. Don't just dance, screw it, feel it. Harder, sharper. There you go. There you go. That's it, everybody. That's the brand new movie. It's uh, called High Strong. You can follow him on Twitter. It's at High Strong Movie. It's directed by Michael Damien. You guys know him. We've had him on the show many times. He's from that, that song Rock On back in the 80s, and he was on Young and the Restless, the TV show, uh, the, the soap opera for like 20 yeah. years or something. So should be a lot of fun. And in a second, we're going to have um, <laughs> our next guest, Jeremy Aiello, coming on. He's a, an Emmy winner. And, uh, and then we may have a, a special... Uh, a special guest that's going to, she's going to call in for a second, and we're going to actually call him. So, a mystery guest, a mystery guest. So, oh, mysteries so should be a lot of fun. Mm. Don't we love a mystery? I'm not going to talk anymore, everybody. Oh, shut listening. up, Ron. No, I'm not. I'm not. Shut I'm not speaking up. anymore. And watch how boring this show becomes. It becomes a boring <laughs> show. Yeah, take a nap now. Since I got to give Chad some information, and since I got to give Chad some information, uh-huh. we're going to play a music video. We are. So we, we haven't played, played any of these. Oh, okay. no, we gotcha. haven't played any of them. So wh- which one you got there? Which one can you get quick? I got them all. Okay, let's do uh, let's do Rods of Garden. I want to run everybody. It comes out next week on Tuesday. Here it goes. Woo! Woo! Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait, 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 take, wait. Take two. Take two. How come this is the only studio that doesn't have coffee? You just got, because I don't drink coffee. So why don't you have it for the, your, your guest stars? I mean, really. You got to pre-warn, you know, like take the green M&Ms out of the pack, stuff like that. Oh. All right, I just had the knob down. Go ahead and right, get Jimbo. Everybody. Here we go, everybody. It's Rodson Garden. Oh. I want to run. <laughs> Oh, 
dance on the streets, pray for love. Ain't no answers that come from above. I hunger and wait there for you to call. I'm not gonna crawl. I'm gonna run. No wrong, no right, no darkness, no light, no sunshine or rain, no tears and no. We want to give a shout out too in the chat room to Tina, who is definitely in the chat room now, and also Chinzia. So, hello, hello, welcome, and everybody. Hope you guys are enjoying the show. Our last guest was great. Here comes our next one. We're going to give a call to our next guest. Hopefully, he's going to answer the phone. We're calling and, now. And uh, we're calling now and see how it all goes, everybody. Ring a ding ding. Ding a ding ding. <laughs> ding ding. Caller, go ahead. Hello. Hello. Hey there. Hey, is this Jeremy? Hey there, you with the stars in your eyes. Hey, Jeremy, welcome to the gym. This Love is a, never on. made okay. a fool of you. Easy, Ron, easy. And a welcome to the Jimmy Star hey Show, Mr. Jeremy Aiello. Is that how you pronounce it, Jeremy? You got it. You nailed it. He's Italian. Aiello is Italian. Italiano like me. Say Italiano. No, Pali Italiano. It is Italian, but I don't know any. I apologize. Oh, <laughs> you've got to learn a couple of words. I'll teach you some later. So, Jeremy, let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with the man who was singing. That's our hey co-host, there, Ron Russell. You with your nose in the air. Imagine a lyric like that. You with your nose in the air. That's because I'm trying to get the coke out. Oh. <laughs> Not me, but the singer. Anyway, Mr. Aiello, I hear you're a fabulous makeup man. And you do incredible stuff, and I want you to know that I worked in 1960, no, 1970-something for Nick Barcellano over at Universal, and I was watching Dick Smith do some incredible stuff. Of course, I didn't stay because I was an actor. I just did it to get on the studio a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And my very good friend, my very good... You got to meet Dick or just uh, see him? Did I get to meet who, Dick? Yeah. No, I saw Dick's work. He was working on uh, the side of the trail. Like, I don't know what he was doing, some kind of a weird, you know, making a 90-year-old look 20. Uh, yeah. I did I did meet him. He was very, very sweet, very nice. But Nick Marcellano, who was the, uh, the head, head honch of Universal at that time, he was the um, head of makeup. I was there as a trainee or whatever they call it. Uh, what do they call those guys that are supposed to be learning? I just did it. My He's very- talking about a long time ago. <laughs> My very good friend, Lee Winkler, said, you want to do makeup? I said, sure, why not? He said, okay, here's a check. Give it back to me. We're going to make believe you did a movie in Tosco, Mexico. And that's how I got my union card. So I didn't know nothing about it. I have had gone to hairdressing school. What did I know about makeup? But anyway, makeup, my friend. Hang on. We have to finish introducing but, him. Yeah, wait, I just want to do this, and I'm off the air because I'm bored with you. Oh. Um, makeup. Not you, Jeremy, me. No. Yeah. Now, listen, Jer- Jeremy, listen to me. Without your talent, Hollywood has 
nothing. Tell them what you do for film. No, not yet. He's got to be introduced. Hey, Jeremy, oh. this is Chad the Engineer. Welcome to the show. There, there we go. go. Yeah, we got a chat room. Here. We have a chat room full of your fans, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everybody. There you go. Now you can tell them what you do. Jim, All right. Jimmy has protocol here like the Protestants. You know, <laughs> Like every boring. television show like on I'm, the, in I'm, the world. I'm, I'm a pushy New York, Brooklyn guy, so I cut the bullshit and I go right to the chase. So we should give him a better – we need to give you a better buildup. So what we better have, build up? Then he's he's the reason Hollywood's movies make Okay, it. but he's an Emmy winner, which yeah, is pretty big. So? It doesn't get any bigger than that. Well, he's not <laughs> running off the show in two minutes. We could get to it. I, know, I, I want people out there to know that if we didn't have good makeup, you don't have good movie. I mean, makeup is such an important part of film, and yet nobody really thinks about it. And when Dick Smith did those fabulous, fabulous makeup jobs, nobody gave him an award or carried on about it, like they carry on at the Oscars now about who doesn't get enough exposure. I think makeup people should be recognized for their... No, they're not really... They're not really. If you knew the hours you put into that, you're up at four and five and three in the morning and working and standing okay, and so sweating. Okay, so let's let him tell us a little bit about it. Now, go ahead, Mr. I.L. <laughs> Senor well, I.L. Thank you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, tell you us a little go. bit about it. You, you toot your own horn a little bit. First of all, you're self-taught. I read it in your bio. So you you, you self-taught, and, and I know you the things that you've worked on and that you won the Emmy. Um, so tell us a little bit about what you think about what you do. Well, um, for the most part, uh, what I have been doing for the last 25 years is, you know, a lot of makeup artists make people look beautiful. I'm, I'm the other end of that spectrum for a very long time. I make people look hideous. You're the hard, uh, or, you're the hard part. You know, That's the hard part. So, Pretty is easy. <laughs> you, what you do is hard. It, it, it is, um, it's a labor of love for sure. I mean, it's, it's not for everybody. Um, but you know, I, I mean, I think anybody with, with, uh, motivation to do it can do it. You know, it's cool. The fact that you were interested in makeup is, is awesome. I mean, you're ahead of me in the sense that you at least got to experience the great Dick Smith. Uh, he's somebody I've idolized. And he was he was he was really he was a gay guy, but he was a nice gay guy. He wasn't like you know a screaming fairy like me. (laughs) No, he was really a very nice guy, very sweet, very 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 very. Actually, he was he's so sweet that that he's actually not gay. (laughs) He's not gay. uh, I thought Dick was gay. gay. He's got a wife, and I believe. Well, that doesn't mean he's not gay. You know, I mean, he was a little feminine. Well, I, I, my gaydar, I'm gay, so my gaydar went off. He was cute, too. But, you know, maybe I was wrong. It's a lot of years ago. This is 30, 40 years ago we're talking about. But, uh, yes, he was the talent of the studio. Everybody shook in their boots when uh, Dick came on the scene. Uh, I was, actually, I have a question. He, wait, wait, one more statement. He was the inventor of everything you guys are doing today. He started Very it all true. with latex, and he started it all with his masks and his skull shit. Brilliant. Actually, too, though, in the chat room, they're telling me to let you know, Ron, that there's all kinds of TV shows that, like on TLC and stuff, that are all highlighting all those makeup people, like reality oh, I shows hope for so. makeup people. I hope so. You just so. don't watch any of them, but there are no. tons of shows dedicated to people who well, do special forget, effects Forgive and me for being ignorant, and I apologize, and I'm happy, because makeup, <laughs> I mean, I know I did makeup, and it's tedious. You, you strain your oh, yeah. eyes. You have to keep your hands still. If you screw up, you get embarrassed. People look at you. They say, oh, that stinks. I mean, really, it's a, it's, it's a show in itself. The makeup people in the, in the trailer, 
you know, there's a thousand people all around you, and they're watching everything you do. If you do a little eyeliner, and they're critiquing you as you're working. They all so. like face off in the chat room. They like the one face off. So let's get to you. So okay, so Jeremy, first of all, I'm going to do a little like a little bragging thing. Just some of the things that you've worked on. I've seen almost all of them. Uh, Mortal Kombat, The Hills Have Eyes, which I love because I'm a big horror movie. Hellraiser, I'm very good friends with Doug Bradley and all the Cenobites. Sin City, The Hitcher, The Mist, which you liked. I loved, um, loved The Mist. It was the best is, ever. This is The End, which is oh, I loved it to death. Hitchcock, uh, Shutter oh, you, wait, Island. Wait, hang on. Stop it. You did Hitchcock's makeup, the film? No, I, I didn't do the makeup. I was just a sculptor on oh, that show. Oh, so was that in, what, in the that movie, was... he's in the bathtub, and uh, I did... The fat suit. The fat suit, fantastic. Shutter Island. Could you do a skinny suit for me? (laughs) (laughs) That would be awesome. Wait, now go back. There was another movie I wanted to question. Shutter Island, The Reaping, Splice, Star Trek. Oh, no, wait, wait, no. The the, the Mist was it I loved? Yeah, but I think he might have done... You you saw the original Mist. You probably did the sequel Mist, right? I mean, not the sequel, but the remake Mist, right? There was the fog in the Mist. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. What did you do, the the Mist mist or the fog? (laughs) I did the mist. I love the uh, mist. Frank, that's where Frank at the en- that's where at the end that horrible ending that I hated. Yeah, where they yeah, both get killed in the car. Uh, I hated. What did you do the makeup on? Does the, the, the monster? Well, that, that I was uh, again a sculptor for and and designed a lot of the um, creatures and like you know the spiders and the weird. They flying were fabulous. And- they were fabulous. I critiqued that movie. It's. Everyone must see it. It's one of the best horror movies out there with an ending that will make you want to scream. I did. Yeah. Oh, I hated the I ending. I hated brutal. the ending. I don't want to give it away. No, but, don't uh, give it away. I remember. I hated it. When, oh. Yeah. It was, it was rough. I was, <laughs> that was a hard one to keep a secret. <laughs> no, we won't tell. No, but I, Jimmy and I both, we both, we both were, like, hate it, saying, but we love the movie, though. I want to get the writer and beat the shit, shit out of him. <laughs> Not a lot of curses. So Alice in Wonderland, Predators, and then you won an Emmy for The Walking Dead. I have to tell you, because we've had a ton of people from The Walking Dead on the show. We had um, Normish, Norman Reedus, Michael Rooker. We had the guy, uh, I forgot the guy who plays the gay character that was on, like, I guess, like last season. I don't know. We've had about eight or ten. Uh, at the, Melissa McBride, I think, was the bicycle girl for the, fir- for the first season. We had everybody on, and it was fantastic. Oh. And I actually, I, I used to be a celebrity clothing designer for many years. And I mean, I, do you I, really I, care you, about this? Would you let me talk? <laughs> See, I'm, not, I'm not self-serious. Let me talk. This is what I live with. This is uh, what I married three years it's ago. It's very important because he won an Emmy working with Greg Nic- Nicotero, who I have dressed several times who for appearances. Who gives a shit if you dressed or undressed uh, Well, the, the audience cares because he's the biggest fucking guy in the goddamn world. You just said the I F word. I don't fucking care. Oh, listen. He's really <laughs> mad. Five bucks to each. Listen. So anyway, so you love I, this so show? You Aren't we work, crazy? You get to work with Greg Nicotero a lot then, right? Or you did. That's right. And I get verbal yeah, abused all the time. He's the coolest guy. What do you think about the verbal abuse I have oh, to take? Let's, we have like five minutes with the guy. Can we Wait, we don't have five minutes. I have another guest after this. I like this guy. We're keeping him on. Listen, tell me now. I, no lying, no baloney. We'll just take the show. I, mean. I have to show. I took it years ago. <laughs> Listen, um, what work did you do that I would know that I could say great? I haven't spoken a word. And you're going to have it well, after this. That's what you said. If we're talking Walking Dead, uh, I did the Bicycle Girl. I, I the Bicycle oh, Girl. Oh, you did Bicycle Girl on Walking Dead. I didn't see that. It was on that Wait, first hang on, episode. Chad. Could you pull up a picture of the Bicycle Girl? Sure. Look, we're going to have a picture come up any minute to see your work. It's fantastic. 
if you uh, if you had Melissa on, then then yeah. You, uh, Ron exactly. wasn't on the show. He, I, I, yeah, he wasn't on then. I, I know her. I've I've uh, dressed her a bunch for a bunch of appearances when she used to do conventions also. And uh, I wasn't on that uh, show. Uh, that one went south. Yeah, he wasn't on us. He wasn't on with us. <laughs> the that show time. went south. Actually, that was our first year on the air, Jeremy. That was our Maya first year. Or that, was, what? that was our first year on the sh- uh, on the air uh, when Walking Dead came out, and um, and so we I had different people on the show. Ron and I are actually like the only married gay couple uh, in the world on a syndicated radio. Couldn't and you television. tell the and, way we uh, fight? <laughs> Couldn't you tell we're married? And so, uh, but we love each other. But the Walking Dead was is is fantastic. So is that like is that your? Fa- I know you won the Emmy for that, but is that your favorite? Uh, thing there well, she is. I got the picture for the there's, bicycle girl. Where yeah, is right it? There. I don't have it on my screen. Why don't I have it? Jimmy oh, Tilt. Oh, there it is. Oh, you got to be kidding. Oh my God, she looks like she was chewed up and sliced up and she burnt was up. Chewed up. <laughs> I mean, that's a disgusting mess. The poor bitch. <laughs> did did they take her bicycle away from her? And she had to. He walk? doesn't watch The Walking Dead. Did she have legs to walk? That's a fabulous. How so, long? How long did she have to be suffering like that for makeup? That one took a bit. I mean, uh, there was kind of it, there was kind of a left curve thrown at everybody at that at that day because we had built her suit to be what's called the slam forward gag, which is basically you kind of hide their lower body and then the, the half that's cut off. Oh, know, that's pretty. A, a prosthetic. <laughs> Um, and so it was going to be that type of gag, um, but when they got to the, they were filming in a public park, and they were told on the day that they can't, they weren't allowed to dig a hole for her legs. Oh. So at the last minute, we took uh, this front appliance that we had, and, and a back piece, they were going to be two separate shots, uh, we had to carve them out, basically, and create that on her so thankfully um she's so skinny yeah originally so you couldn't build up on her right you know it's not going to get huge um so So, that day you know i would say a good three hours for that first day um but then you know uh, because of the whole situation they did the blue pants and they digitally removed her legs and quite honestly i think yeah. it, it looked so better. at what point did that play in other words tell me what led up to it and how she got eaten and how did she get fucked they up they don't Oops. actually show any of i that. mean how did she get messed up like that she got they eaten. don't show it they don't show like, it that's that's oh so it's not zombies. like people were eating her and ripping flesh like the original flesh eaters the 1964 one i believe where they were actually eating the the flesh they do it, eat them but just with her she was standard but did, did anybody get to eat this bitch or what that's how she got to look that way they just didn't show it Okay, so she's yeah, got. She was, has no uh, torso. To she she yeah. only has a torso walking on the earth. No, this she doesn't is, walk; she crawls. She's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> now, what kind? Of, wait, what, was, what kind of a sick mind do you have to design such a disgusting thing? I'm not going to talk anymore. My husband's having a fit. Goodbye. I'm not having a fit. You have to let me talk. Every time I start a conversation, you don't let me say a word in the chat room. They're like, when is Jimmy talking? Who said that? <laughs> Nobody person. wrote that Everybody. in the chat room. So Nobody tell me. did. No, tell me. Like, so, so is, I'm reading is it. The Nobody did. Is The Walking Dead your favorite of all the different things you've worked on? Um, you know, it, it was it definitely one of the top five. I mean, it was, it was an amazing experience. Uh, you know, I used to go to Atlanta and uh, do makeups on like the really big days. Um, but for the most part, I would stay back in LA and, you know, just sculpt all of the, not all of them, but many of the, uh, zombies. 
And um, I got to say, it was a great job at first, but after a while, you kind of get sick of sculpting dead people. <laughs> you know, it gets a little depressing after a while. We've actually, quite honestly. we've gone to a bunch of conventions, uh, Ron and I have, and we interviewed a bunch of the people who were like walkers or featured, well, I guess they call them featured walkers. I'm not sure exactly, but like Ron's interviewed yes. a bunch of them. We've had a bunch of them on the show, and then we've had a bunch of the principals on the show also. And uh, it's a great show. Ron doesn't really watch the whole zombie thing too much. Um, but I'm, I'm just catching up on it right now. So I've been watching The Walking Dead now. And I think the thing is freaking like awesome and, and all the work. Are you still working on it? I do not work on it anymore. I, uh, I left in at the beginning of 2015. Uh, actually, I had a physical issue, um, a pinched nerve in my neck. So I took a, a that's, that's what a makeup man needs. That's terrible. Oh, and your neck? Your, oh, yeah. your neck is your whole it's thing, true. holding up your head while you're painting. Forget it. So what yeah, you, and you have to go oh, upside forget down. It. And forget it. Forget you know, it. You can't and... work. You can't work with a pinched neck. So have you, worked, have you been able to work that out? Yes. I mean, I've, I've gone through a couple of, you know, minor surgeries. Uh, oh, that and, stinks. You know, I, I'm back to uh, being able to to sculpt again thank god it was it was scary there for a while so you've been doing but, this for 25 years yeah it's a I moved here in january 5th of 1990 so what are you 25 years old <laughs> yes i was i was one no, I'm kidding. Yeah, that's what i said uh, you know are you really asking <laughs> no my forty. You're oh, 40, 46 yeah my daughter just turned 40 i forgot jimmy just told me my daughter's 40 i said christ she got older than i She's old. She's a couple of years older than me now. You know, you got to so watch when you lie. For you guys, okay. How long have you two been married? We're married three years. We're together almost four. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a good relationship. Thank you. You know, on this show, we do yell at each other because our fans love it. It's like kind of like I don't know, like Jackie Gleason when he was going to knock his wife to the moon. You know, the audiences <laughs> love that. When People they, love the bickering. People yeah, they love do. The bickering. Sometimes you know, we, we don't bicker as much as well, others. Well, we're not a sweet show. We're not like everybody else. We tell it like it is. We ask weird questions, and that's what makes us so unique. You're unique because the artistic work that you do is unique. So I know you have to be a unique personality. Now we get to the nitty-gritty. Are you straight, gay, married, single? What? What's your deal? You want to discuss it? I am married. It? Okay, I how many kids? Been married uh, to a man for oh a man years. no kids unless Yay! how many years you married? Well, you know we California had the domestic partnership thing sure um, sure uh, which they say was real but you know so I mean technically we we got the actual official marriage license you know two years ago well but, how many years you together? I mean, we met in uh, two thousand one. Oh, so you're good. Um, so, do you ever, awesome. ever get to Palm Springs? Oh, yeah, I have a house there. I love it. Well, listen, my dear, Jimmy and I are moving back. I'm moving back to Palm Springs. I lived there for years when I had my TV show. And now Jimmy and I are moving this uh, summer back to Palm Springs. I'm going to get your number. And when we have a get-together, you and your guy are coming over. We have interesting friends. You'll love them. They're all in the biz. Some are famous, some are not, but it's okay. We like the ones that aren't. <laughs> we still give them a cocktail we still give them a cocktail so seriously because I would love to talk privately with you about your work because yes I was very interested in makeup 
Um, I did a lot of makeup in my day because I performed as Jane Russell for many years in drag for benefits. So I was able to convert myself from being a very manly man into a very beautiful Jane Russell. And I know the art of makeup. It is hard to do, and it's you have to do it clever, or you'll look like a joke. You know, you look like oh, a yeah. You know, so you know, more's not better. More's yeah. not better. Just right is perfect. Seriously, do you want to hang with us? Because we hang with John Barrowman and a bunch of people out there. You'll like our crowd. I would love that. We, we've had a place for a year, and we, we really haven't met too many locals. Uh, oh, they're you know, all they snobby like bitches a... out there. They're snobby bitches, those queens that walk around. You know, it's the 100-year-old man in the rolls with the 12-year-old boyfriend that loves him not for his money. It's not routine. No, you gotta yeah. you gotta get rid of that junk. We're real. Our people are real. We 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 don't do three ways. We don't do group sex. We're all married happily, and uh, we hang together. It's nice. You'll like everybody. I'm serious. Leave that your number. Oh, I've, got, I've, got, I've got I've got I've got I've got stuff. I've made more friends on the air than I have. You know. I mean, how else do you meet? It's like being online in those love things where you go on and they, you find a husband or a wife. So I find friends. I just invited our last guest on with Tippi Hedren. Because they're both involved with saving the lions. So I'm going to do a, a dinner party at my house and invite he and Tippy, so they could combine their talents and make more money to save lions. So here's what we're going to do. First of all, do you know how to video Skype? Um, I could figure it out. See, oh, come I, on. You have to know I'm how. like technically retarded. So what so we're we going to do is I'm going to contact you again on, on Twitter in a couple of weeks. And we'll, you, we'll do you're this. nice. When we're back to our studio in Palm Springs, I mean in uh, in Pennsylvania, right. we'll do an actual video Skype where people can see you and we can have a good, fun, long conversation. You could even, uh, if, you're, if your husband's around, we can bring him on too right. and just shoot the shit and have a lot of fun. So, um, right. What does your husband do? He uh, used to own rehabs. Oh, that's good. My sister-in-law and my nephew do. My nephew and my sister-in-law do that. They were both way out ass junkies for years. They cleaned up. They did the twelve-step program, and now my nephew is a guy that lives with you to make you better. What is that called? A lifesaver? Life coach. Life coach. And my sister-in-law has three rehabilitation homes, and she has a practice. So it's wonderful. What he does is wonderful. I always said uh, me and my husband work in the two most predominant industries in Southern California. That's true. Hollywood and rehab. It's true. So, Hollywood goes with rehab out there. So listen, first of all, what's the name of your publicist company? I, I think her Twitter was LAPR Bitch, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> her name is Rachel Madison Hill. Um, it's Madison Hill. I, that's I, it. That's right. And her, I, I, I only know. And it's so funny as I only know people by their Twitter handles. I just wanted to give them a shout out and thank them for helping set this whole thing up. And uh, oh, yeah. uh, I'm happy that Jimmy brought makeup on because we always have stars, movie stars, celebrities. I want the nitty gritty, the factory people. That's what I keep telling Jimmy. Let's bring on the factory people, the people that work in the crappy, ugly surroundings, not the beautiful. Making sets. it all fabulous. I mean, you know what the makeup studios look like? They look garbage with roaches. How come they have cockroaches? Okay, we don't have. They have cockroaches at at, at uh, Universal. Anyway, here's what we're gonna do, you guys. I want you guys to follow Jeremy on Twitter. It's at Jeremy J A R E M Y. So you guys got to get the uh, spelling correct. J A R E M Y A I E L L O. He's cool. He's Italian. He's gay. He's an Emmy winner, and he's a special effects badass makeup artist. And he's gonna be our new friend, and you'll see that with pictures on Facebook. 
in the summertime. And and uh, oh, we're gonna have yeah, you. Come, we're gonna. Yeah, have, it's gonna be me? nice. We're gonna have you come back on when we can Skype and everybody can right. see you. We want. Uh, do you have a website or anywhere that people can go to check you out? Or besides Twitter, is there any other place for me to send people? We, you know, I say we. I am working on the website now. Um, it's it, it should be up by like. Next week. So okay, I'll so the next sure time we have, have the, the next time we have you on, we'll be able to send people to your website. We want to thank you for coming on the show. We're definitely going to be in touch soon. And I want to say one thing. Okay. Well, if you're pushing anything for work and stuff, we go out to 10 million people. We're on Roku. We're all over the world. We just hooked up with Mexico. So when you come on our show and we Skype with you, have photographs of your work so that we can say, this guy does this, this, and this, and he's looking for work. So Hollywood, wake up, hire him, let's go. And that's what we do. Because uh, I saw that bicycle chick, and she was disgusting. She was fabulous. So, I mean, well, if you could you. do that kind of disgusting work, you're good. There you go. Jeremy, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank Bye. you, and we'll talk soon, babe. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye now. Yeah. All right, everybody. Now we're going nice to call our guy. special guest. We're calling Kim and Steven, which are uh, – my good uh, friends uh, for thousands Ron's of friends, years. And hopefully they're going to get on the phone. Kristen McDonald, you guys know him Wait. from every freaking movie on the planet. And Kim is Chef Kim. Kim, my the Galley sh- Chef. Galley Chef, the fabulous gal that does all those wonderful recipes from all over the, the, the world, wherever the yachts. She's on $30 million yachts as a cook, and they go all over the world, and she gives you the, the meals from indigenous to the, the ports. And that's Galley Chef. Go to her and see her recipes. I mean, they're weird, like fish. A lot of, I hate fish, but good recipes. Galley Chef. Anyway, she's coming. Is Kim going to talk to us? I don't know. I'm calling them right now. I'm going to talk to Kim. No, we don't want. We have like five minutes to talk to the guy. What are you pushing me all the time? You're like a dictator. You and Hitler. Hello, hello. Hello. Hitler's child. Hey, Steven. (laughs) Hi. This is the Jimmy Star Show, and you guys are live. So whatever you got playing in the background, can you turn it down? Okay, turn turn the volume down. I'm surprised you're still able to speak after last night. Oh, they're listening to us. Oh, hello. You can't, Kim. Hey, Kim. Wait, say hello to everybody, Galley Chef Kim. Where can people get your recipes? Galleychef.org. Did you hear what she said? Say it again. Galleychef.org. I don't want you to say it. Let us say it. Can you hear me okay? I have you on speaker. I've got Chris and Steve here with me. Okay, but I wanted to push your fish first. Okay. So, so galleychef.org. Okay, go there, folks. The food is outrageous. She's a fabulous cook, and it's different food. She liked. She made Maui 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 the other day. Mahi Mahi. Was it called? Was Mahi Mahi. Was it called? Mahi Mahi. Not to be not to be confused with the uh, Maui Waui. Maui Waui. Cheech and Chong knows. No, it's Maui Maui Waui. <laughs> anyway, I'm surprised Stephen is still up. I mean, after last night, we had a good time at that dinner party. We drank a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm. Yeah, su- it was nice. I'm lucky. I'm functioning today myself. Anyway, let's talk to Michael. So hello, no, Chris. Chris McDonald. Oh, Chris McDonald. What happened to Michael? <laughs> I don't know who Michael is. Okay. Michael McDonald. I'm going to put him on the phone. Say That's hi, Chris. a singer. Oh. Hi. Hello, hello. How you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? Fantastic. We want to welcome everybody, Chris McDonald, to the Jimmy Star Show. Since you're a, since you're an impromptu since you're an impromptu guest, let me do a quick introduction to Ron, my co-host. Hey, how are you? You know, we met hi, your, Ron. we met your brother. And, and he's quite a character. I mean, you got to admit, your brother's something else, boy. We had such fun with him. He's a really good guy. He is a he is a uh, genius, my brother. He's so freaking funny. Oh, he's a character. Oh, he's a, oh, he's a, he's a he, two he, of my greatest, my, my favorite brothers. 
He's a show. And I have five. He, I have five of them. So. I know that. And he's a show. We just sat there and watched him all night long. He's like a three ring circus. You never know what he's going to oh, yeah. pull out of a hat. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, hey, hey. welcome to the show. Hi, Chad. How are you doing, man? Doing well. Thanks for your time. And there's a chat room full of people. Chris, say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hey, chat room people. Nice to chat with you. There you Good. go. Are you going to be in town for a while? No, I'm I'm actually leaving at the at crack of dawn tomorrow. Oh shit! I was so in we town today here. doing a show called Ballers, right here in beautiful Southern Florida. Isn't that's the rag, that's the show with the Rock, right? With Dwayne the Rock, yes. I play the uh, the general manager of the Dallas Cowboys with oh. a little twang, and I talk like that a little bit. And got oh. go after a couple of players, you know. Congratulations! So, draft. so I'm sorry we're not going to see you because we leave Monday. So oh. I'm sorry. Well, I'll we... be back. I think this show is going to be be. Uh, Starting, uh, it starts playing again this, this summer. Yeah, but and then we don't start live here. Production again in October. We don't we did live our last here. Episode today. We'll have so, to see you up in Geneva. So let's let's do a let's do a quick like. What are your five favorite movies that you've ever been in? So people know who you are. Uh, television shows That's or really, movies? It's really funny that you would say that because my father, who was an actor before he had uh, you know nine children, he said, "Son, if you get five great parts in your life as an actor, you've achieved greatness." That's the it, truth. And that's all act, that's all an actor can 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 really uh, aspire to. So I said, "Thank you, Dad." So uh, here's my five. Ready? Yes. Thelma and Louise. Fabulous. Daryl Dickinson playing Thelma's husband, Daryl. Fantastic. Uh, that was a great thing. Ridley Scott directed. Unbelievable. Uh, Good movie. Time, you know. Good movie. It was to be as big as it did. It was great. And uh, working with Harvey Keitel, one of my heroes in life. Uh, the second one was uh, Quiz Show, Robert Redford movie. Okay. Uh, about good the movie. about the scandal of yep. uh, the the show twenty one. Fantastic. Yep. Yep. I saw and that. That's really good. Working with Bob Redford is one of the greatest thrills of my life. Sure. And uh, wonderful actors, John Turturro and Ray Fiennes, and I was working with Ray Fiennes before Schindler's List came out. It came out like two weeks into our shooting, and overnight, people turned the headlights on him. All the lights were on him. It's 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 really weird as as, as a performer. You do all this work and it's great and people love you and then you become you go to this other level, which is oh my god you're in Schindler's List. Everywhere we went, and we have gone a week before, but we're going to another place and now they know who he is, and it was a real eye opener. I'll tell you that much. Terrific actor, terrific person, dear friend of mine. So, um, what what an experience that was. So that's two. Let's see, three. Record no, that was three. three. No, that was two. That was two. Wait, wait, wait. I missed number three. What, what, what was number three? Number three was Requiem for a Dream. Great right. movie. That's a price fighting movie, Aronofsky, wasn't it? No. drug movie. Oh, my God. Fantastic. Working with Ellen Thurston. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Working with all those wonderful... Jared Leto. Oh, yeah. Wonderful actors. Oh, Ellen Burstyn. And, and, a, and a, a truly brilliant director. Yeah, Darren Aronofsky. I mean, Ellen Burstyn is Broadway. I mean, you don't get better than her. <laughs> no, that she and she should have won the Oscar that year. But you know who won that year? Who? For the line, uh, I'll give you the line, and you guys will know it. Uh, they're called tits, Bob. The what? They're called tits, Bob. What is that from, Chad? That's the line from. I don't know. It, it was Julia. It was, it was Julia Roberts. Anyway, Julia Roberts won that. Oh year. yeah, 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 yeah. Julia Roberts. That's the movie with uh, Aaron Brockovich. Okay. Oh, uh, well, Aaron Brockovich. That was a heavy. <laughs> yeah, Ellen, <laughs> Ellen, yeah, good. That was a good choice. She she did a good job. In that. Okay, so she did that's a very good job. So yeah. that's but three. Alan Burton, I thought was brilliant. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. If you, it, but, that's but, what the Oscars were. But so you know, weird, they gave they? they gave the Oscar to Julie because she had a very good push up bra and it was painful. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So they gave she her the Oscar she, for pain of she, boobs. She acted through the pain. 
Okay. Through the pa- pain exactly. of boobs. Give us number four. Give us number four. <laughs> number four is the 20th anniversary of Happy Gilmore this week. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. Yay. Yay. Sandler. Shooter. <laughs> great, great, great movie. Sizzler. To this day, I can't, I can't walk down the street with some people, like, especially like if, if you're going to a... Uh, great to movie. A, uh, you're walking through, say you're going to catch a plane. Right. And then the, people look at you, and you see them looking at you. And then about after they get about twelve steps back, they go shoot up. And I right. just raise my fingers up and go, right, right, right. That's hilarious. It's very funny. And people, that movie is now generational. I mean, twenty years. I have people who are octogenarians down to like eight year olds saying they love this movie. So absolutely, I don't know what it is. I'm not complaining. I think it's it's the most mass appeal movie I've ever been in. And I thank Adam Sandler and all those billion people behind it. Funny movie. Okay, that's four. Funny, we got funny. one more. What's our number five? Well, that's the trick. Number five is the one I'm looking for. You always, you're, they say, what's your favorite movie? My current one or my next one. My next still one. still always striving. Right, that I've Trump's, heard. I mean, I've, I've got, you know, a hundred movies, but I want to tell you, those, those four right there are great. And I can throw in, like, names like Grease 2, which is my first thing, and everybody loved it because it was Grease, you know, my line. And it had, to, it had their own following and all that stuff. Or chances are with with uh, the great Sybil Shepherd and Ryan O'Neill. And love that County. movie. Love oh, that movie. Chances are, I liked it. I liked it. That was my shot of being like a real like a leading man. But I liked I, love fam- that movie. I liked Fanboys. We just had Chris Marquette on a couple weeks ago. And you know I why I love Chances Are so much? Because Johnny Mantis was the soundtrack. <laughs> oh yeah, well that sold the movie right there. Chances are, so I wear a silly grin. John, okay, so how about wait, Johnny's coming on our show this spring? I'm so excited! I keep telling people I can't wait for Johnny. Mathis. He's a lovely actor and a lovely man. Yeah. I know him really, also. Really he's a lovely man in person. He's gentle, kind, and sweet, and timid, and shy, and beautiful. I love Johnny. Okay, so so because we've only got like three minutes left, so you got how about then? Let's do favorite TV series. Just give us one. Uh, okay, good. With Kathy Bates was taken off the air too soon. It was called Harry's, Harry's Law. Law. Ah, that was my pick too, dude. That is so awesome. That show was awesome. <laughs> I played his character. I came on as Tommy Devison. Where I was like the guy in the bench bus ads, uh, that kind of a lawyer. It was and, so uh, good. All the commercials on TV, and so I came on as a guest star, and then they made me a, a series regular because they loved what I was doing. So that was kind of swell. Did did uh, three seasons of that with her, who is the most authentically wonderful, brilliant actor. Bar none I've ever worked with. She would actually li- raise the hair off the back of my neck. Wow, can I that's do one more? big she would, talk. Yeah, can, I, can, I just, can I just sure. do one more? She do as say. many as you want until we I'd, stop. And I'd watch her and I'd go, oh my God, that was like 800 times better than what you just did. Which I thought, perfect. oh my God, what a talent. What a talent. And what a great person. You would love her. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then you're really good in The Good Wife, too. Thank you. I'm having a lot of fun doing a good wife. You know what happens? The actors, they get older. They turn into judges. That's one step into, like, uh, playing grandpa. So judges judges are really cool, but I'm having a talk about great writing. The Kings, I mean, Michelle and Robert King are some of the, the, they're probably the best writers. And here's a fun fact. The, The Good Wife is the only show in the last two years of the Emmy nominations that has got a nomination for acting. Because every show that gets nominated for acting on, on any of these award shows, it's all cable, baby. Right. Cable, cable, cable. I, ha- I have to and, tell you, as you're speaking, we are showing uh, your films. 
So the world is seeing you. Ten million people have just seen you. <laughs> wow! I have ten to tell million people. That, I have that's to tell our you. View, that's our viewership. We I have, have to tell you. Ten million. I have to tell you too because I'm a horror movie fan. So I just have to give you props because I, I had never really seen you anything in anything like the collection. And to me, the collection is one of the creepiest like horror movies on the freaking planet. Like the way that whole the whole movie came about and everything is like super sick. And whoever thought it up is super sick. But it's an awesome movie. <laughs> Well, thank you for saying that. Say, I, I, I like to try to do it all. They say, Chris, what do you like best? I say, I don't know. I like to mix it up. I hadn't done a horror movie in, I don't know, 20 years. Now, Chris, so they he, came to me and they said, you want to play the father? I uh, played this. I played it like, you know, it's a horror movie. Great. When I saw it, oh, my. Absolutely. Uh, that's one dark movie. Absolutely. Are you, living up, are you living up at the lake? I live up in Lake Arrowhead, yes. It's beautiful up there. Arrowhead, California. Arrowhead, California. Yeah. Oh, I'm and talking about Lake well. Geneva, New, New York. Lake Geneva, New York. I'm talking about. Oh no, Lake Geneva, New York. I, you know, I, I love this place. Uh, I live about. I grew up about 12 miles from uh, Hobart College, Hobart William Smith College. Sure. It's on the top, top of, uh, you know, top of the lake. It's right there in Geneva, the Finger Lakes. We love, goes, we know, love big, it. We go to K- anyway. Great area, gorgeous wine country, mm-hmm. the lake trout capital of the world. And this college is a little jewel. It, it just uh, prepared mm-hmm. me so much for the world. That's when I started acting. Oh, so you went to that college. college. You went to that college. I did. And, and I just uh, opened up a performing arts center there and uh, gave them lots of money so they'd open the theater and they put in my name on it. It's so exciting. That happened. So do you, know, do, do you know Grant Holly? Very well. Sure. Grant's a dear friend of ours, and so is his girl, his, his lady. Yeah, my, Lauren. My yeah. Susie. I love my Susie. Oh, we got to go. We got we to gotta so. wind. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Chris, we want to thank you so much. We're out of time. We want to thank you so much for like, calling in like this on the impromptu. We appreciate it. We want to thank Stephen and, and Galley Chef Kim for setting the whole thing up. And, Galleychef.org. And everybody, look up Chris McDonald on IMDb. Go see all his movies, and definitely go watch Ballers when it starts again. It's a great show. And thank you so much, Chris. Thank, My thank pleasure. You, thank Chris. you, Chris. And I want to thank uh, Stephen Kim for having me here and uh, having a great time over Raising Glass. Terrific. Right now. Terrific. Thanks. Bye, thank Chris. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. See you next week. See you next week. Freezing cold. Always have the clothes of Jimmy. Beige, you Now you look sexy, your game is tight Gonna get laid tonight